intentions are always good. Sometimes no, my your intentions, my intentions are always yes. good. Sometimes you just need to explain them to me. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. my gut reaction from most anybody is like, ah, stop fucking with me, <laughs> asshole. But I'm just I was just trying to make the most of our time together. Right. Or you were watching it without me. But I wasn't. That was that my intention. Well, you said you were queuing, <laughs> but I came out to you being giddy. And sort of like quoting and giddy. <laughs> you had a giddy quote going. Is that what I was doing? Yeah, you were. I thought I was queuing. <laughs> well, that you was were my doing intention. it with a shit-eating grin on your face. <laughs> then nobody likes queuing that much. That's not all you were doing. Okay, well. That is not I mean, all I, you were doing. If a little bit of enjoyment creeped in, I can't help that. I've noticed Alice sometimes is up here now. When did that happen? When when did he go up here? Uncle Al? Start talking like this. It's age. I think it's age. I think your voice kind of gets a little higher You think with that's age. all it is? Maybe. I think it's an affectation to some degree. Well, everything he does. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> like, I want to know when he started pronouncing words on the wrong syllable. <laughs> like, was did, was that an acting class he took? Or I think it's a strong choice in was his Stella, mind. I think that's what he Was Stella Adler? Like, listen, Al, I got an idea for you, my friend. I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> why? Why? What? Just say, just say it. <laughs> And then you think about Dog Day Afternoon. You think about yes, early in his career, he did so do this. fucking subtle and yeah. and quiet and meek. He the was. Godfather, yeah, same thing. He does not do that. No, he, he certainly he doesn't. doesn't pronounce words wrong on purpose in The Godfather. <laughs> Michael Corleone talks normally. No, no, he does He's, not. You're, you're absolutely right. In Italian Star Wars, uh, well, I, he I, is I take that perfection. Back. I take that back. Michael Corleone doesn't pronounce words wrong until godfather part three and then all of a sudden yeah they pull me back in yeah 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 all of a sudden his pronunciations are all screwy yeah with a southern lilt to it sometimes (laughs) (laughs) what is that about i don't know he's from new york (laughs) he's a southern blues guy all of a sudden Uh, i love him i'll always love him. i do too i want to give him the biggest hug i've ever given another human and I can't tell you how much I, I wanted to like Godfather Part 3. And and you can't as horrible as most of it is, I think the last hour is decent, but most of it is so horrible. And I, I have to say, sadly, he contributes a lot to what makes it so dreadful. A couple of nice moments from him, but overall. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's working so hard. He's trying so hard to make it work. And that's what's kind of not working about <laughs> know, it because he's so subtle in the I other know. two movies. I know, I know. <sighs> the, whatever the transition was from... Zero to Pacino. Yes. It happened in between two yeah. and three of the Godfather yes, series. Yes, exactly. And this movie might have been to blame. You, well. What movie is that, you ask? Glengarry Glen Ross. Glengarry Glen Ross. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the Glengarry Glen Ross Minute. That was a long intro, wasn't it? was it? a super long intro. It was intro. good, though. That's how exciting. I like them. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I like them. Yeah. Oh. Let's get it rolling. Ooh, got the blood pumping. Let's bumping. get it talking up in here. You've had your sugar. <laughs> I've had my vodka. Let's go. All right. What are we going to do with this? We're doing minute number 12 This today. is minute number 12. Of the Glengarry Glen Ross Minute, I'm Matt, that's Bill. Yeah. Uh, and this is another glorious minute. We're still getting blaked. <laughs> Forever. We've got a few more minutes Forever of this. Forever getting blaked. I know, you were looking forward to moving uh, on yeah, to something it, else. Yeah, because we took a little break over the holidays, and uh, I was looking to get back into this, but I really want someone else to talk. <laughs> I'd like to talk about somebody else talking <laughs> for a minute. Well... We but did just talk about Al talking that's for true. a few that's minutes. True. That was yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But now we're we're diving back Boy, into did we into the Baldwin world. Let's go. Okay, let's go. So here it is. Yeah. 
No, the point is to say we're on Twitter now. That's oh, at say that. GGGR Minute on your Twitter and your Instagram. And also there's a Facebook thing. There's a Facebook I don't know anything thing. about that, Bill. Yeah, it's, I, I don't know how you get to it, but you go on Facebook and you search for Glenn Gary Glenn Ross Minute and we'll be there. That's us across we'll all platforms. <laughs> oh, Jesus. We'll be there. Just, just, just call my name and, and we'll I'll be, be there. there. And you know, and don't forget to subscribe that? to our podcast. That was the Jackson Five. Great, it or certainly Michael was. Jackson. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why I had that. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to us too on iTunes and please subscribe. Stitcher and and you know, I, mean, I hate to ask people to do anything for me. I'm just not good at it. Yeah. But write a review and just say "fuck the GGGR minute" and but give us five stars and that's cool. <laughs> like the reviews help, and uh, we'll find other Glenn Gary Glenn Ross minute people. That's right. Yeah. The GGGR army, as I've been calling it. Oh, I like that. Yeah, we're gonna. We it's a little militaristic. No, it's incredibly militaristic. Can we, can but we it's our army, <laughs> and I can't pass that kind of thing up. Yeah, I used to be a salesman. It's a tough racket. Bad mime. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. That's a good one. I, I just is... noticed that little that feminine lilt he put on the bunch of losers sitting around at the bar. Like his little quote when his, he quotes them. Yeah, yeah. I, was in, I was in sales. Oh uh, yeah. Well, oh, oh. <laughs> Blake has to pull out the "I'm more macho than you" card. Exactly. Again. Yeah, that's his only card. Yeah, that's and the one card he has. I noticed during this minute that this is sort of the climax, if you will, of his speech here. I mean, I think we've really hit during this minute. We hit the the, the crescendo, yeah, the, yeah, and then we start to come down, and we're getting towards the sort of the denouement. And then he's going to wrap it up I, probably in the next. For minute. sure, yeah. It almost feels post-coital. Ew. <laughs> ew. Oh yeah, now you're going to take umbrage with postcoital. Yeah, ew. but all of the blaking discussions that have gone on prior to this, you you've been fine with. That was beautiful. It was <laughs> it was something special that we shared, and now you're making it dirty. I feel like you don't respect me anymore. <laughs> I well, no, I never respected you. <laughs> the so the the most iconic moment. Thank you. The most iconic moment in the movie to some is in this minute. Yes. And I'm still right. bummed about talking about it. That's how that's how much we've been blaked. Wow. I can't well let's go but back yeah, to the no, top of the minute. Okay. And we'll, then we'll, we'll recap. Lead up to it. We'll sure. lead up to it. Yeah, because sure. we, we want to lead up to it. We don't want to blow the wad no. now. Oh no. <laughs> anyway. Um do you have a towel? I'm sure I have a Sorry, towel. Next, next, uh, so the beginning of this thing, he was just vulturing over... I you meant for your phlegm. No, no. Yeah, this is... This is welcome to the infirmary corner, <laughs> where Matt and Bill are podcasting with their with horribly filled lungs with nonsense. That's right. We're both pretty phlegmy and yeah, gross. We no. both are like sort of getting over cold we'll understand stuff, if you so. skip this one completely. <laughs> you might get sick just from listening to it. That's how contagious we are. Hopefully the laughter is contagious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Snap. Okay. So at the top of this one, he's, he's vulturing over Arano. Right. And he's saying, uh, you don't like it. Leave, <laughs> which is a wonderful Baldwin whisper. And isn't that the moment when either you or I would pack up our shit and leave? 
I feel, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I would have left already. That's a gold-plated invitation I to quit absolutely. your job. Yeah. And I've I don't quit need, over much less. Yeah, I don't need that much of an incentive to quit my job. Yeah, exactly. I will quit at the drop of a hat. Exactly. But it's but it also that so you know it's depending on how desperate you were if you yes. were alone and you had a daughter in the hospital and you you wouldn't be so quick to or, quit your or, job or if I was George Arano right who's probably got nobody nobody you don't think Poor he's guy. got a loving wife at home I don't I think he's got a safe place to you land. think so I do you yeah. think he's got like a, a rat, like a he goes to he goes to um, I don't know what to do. Honey, he goes to temple once a week stop, and you know sweetie. talks to his rabbi about how bad he feels about conning people on real estate deals. I think maybe I just wanted to believe he had a place, safe place to land, but I, you're right, he probably doesn't. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think he lives alone. He lives alone in a room, not you yes. know like a rented room. Yeah, like a one like a studio apartment. Yeah, exactly. He's got like his his full set of dishes is like a bowl and a plate that he washes every day. Spoon, yeah, yeah, a knife, a spoon, and a fork. Uh-huh. Maybe two sets of those, yep. and that's about it. Yep. Stuff still in boxes because he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. He's got magazine subscriptions to keep him company. Because <laughs> this was back in the day when people read magazines. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, Once a year on Christmas Eve, he gets a prostitute. Maybe. But just to talk to her. <laughs> I just wanted someone to talk to. That's not the worst thing ever. Is it? <laughs> yeah. So, but so he stays. Wow. So he stays. Yeah, He's got he nothing else. Really. I think it's a desperation so move. They yeah. all have to stay. Yeah. Yeah. And then he asks, but Blake asks them. Uh, you know, he says, "I could go out there tonight. The materials you have make myself fifteen thousand dollars tonight. Can you? Can you? And then we play see- in both sides of the room like a good public speaker. <laughs> Eye contact. Keep it moving. <laughs> Keep it jumping around the room. Keep it lively now." And it's interactive, you know. He's asking a question. Yes. It may not be a question that it's. It may be a uh, rhetorical question, <laughs> I know but it's, nonetheless, it's rhetoric, all right. Moss Moss answers just by shifting his chair uncomfortably. Oh, that's great! Yeah, yeah. you chuckled at that, and then and the oh, we're, we're working up to it. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say the that sort of when Arano finally feels oh, like yeah, he yeah, has yeah. enough space between him and Blake when Blake walks away. There's a long pause before he moves a fucking muscle. Like right. He's still like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. Is he still behind me? Is he still behind <laughs> me? And then when he knows, like, Blake's taking a couple steps away, he just like, he just got kind of quick stretch of the neck. Just like, oh, God. Yeah, exactly. He this just kind of tilts his neck. Yeah. You almost can hear it crack. Yes. You know, <laughs> yes. like the, the gas coming out of exactly. the vertebrae in his it, neck. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He, boy. He's tense. Yeah, he's not feeling good in this moment at all. (laughs) He probably can feel a little spittle on the back of his bald head. (laughs) Definitely a warm, (laughs) definitely a warm gust of sensation, right? (laughs) Whether it was moist or not, we don't know. That's up to Baldwin. But he was that close to the neck. Yeah, like the panther breathing down the the back of his neck. Yeah, exactly. Hot breath. Credit to Foley there because he, that's exactly what is creating predator prey situation. That's right. Very good. Right. Very good. Very good. Way to go, James. <laughs> so, and then right. he hits. Then he then he hits the high. Starts to hit the high notes here. He's starting to. He, he slams his hand down. Get mad, oh, right? Get mad. Yeah, get yeah, mad. Yeah, yeah, You got excited during that. Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. Really? Well, this is like again. This is the, the sort of the come to Jesus moment we were talking about before. This is like you know yes. 
This is the rallying cry. It is. Go and do likewise. Go. That's the point of twice. this whole speech. Twice. Go, go and, and do, do likewise. likewise. Yep. I can do it. What's yes. wrong with you losers? Yes. Go and do likewise. Yeah. Money's out there. Yeah. Now, do we believe Blake? Do you believe Blake? You specifically? No. I can go out there the leads you got tonight and close them. No. I don't think so either. <laughs> no. I don't think anyone believes him. God, anybody, you know, me thinks thou doth protest too much. Like, you, we, yeah. didn't, we never questioned your sales ability, sir. You just keep <laughs> proclaiming it. And questioning ours. <laughs> questioning ours. Exactly. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know. Well, anytime anyone is yelling at you that much about how great they are, don't you have to question how great they are? <laughs> right. I mean, a hundred percent. Yeah. Don. This is Donald Trump, right? I mean, this oh. is Donald Trump oh, telling no, us no, how no, bigly no, and awesome he is, and uh, huge. You know, and huge, and all, I. I, can, I mean, some people actually do believe it, and I guess those same people would think that Blake is a great salesman, but it's like my my bullshit alarm is pretty sensitive <laughs> so yeah, it goes no, off yeah, yeah. a lot no you know? yeah you're, you're keen to it do are is, is gggr the first one to make the correlation between his trump character and his blake character oh <laughs> yes. i think we have he yeah. plays this those he two pl- roles <laughs> with equal aplomb yeah. <laughs> yeah we're equal aplums yeah <laughs> <laughs> you will I, and i will yeah, uh, no. I, yeah, that's a good how point. How about it, right? How about that? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And what does it say about Alec Baldwin that he pulls them both off so brilliantly? Well, I think he... No, he, Alec's a good dude. I, I think he's got... But I think he's got some of that in him. He might have started and with it and worked out And the difference is he can laugh at himself, I yes. think is the difference. He has a sense no, of humor. And he's, he's, he's incredibly bright and yeah. also crazy in the best way. Right. Uh, no, I love Alec. And I think I meant can, I meant no I meant no uh, ill will. Oh no, of course not. Anyway, we're no. we're both fans. Yeah, huge fans. But I think you know it is the fact that he he can laugh at himself. He doesn't take himself as seriously as Blake or as Trump. You right. know what I mean? There he, are some paparazzi videos though that really call into question. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, but that's him at his worst. Yeah, exactly. And that's nobody my point. has cameras on me at my worst. That's my point. Yeah, Here's exactly. Here's to you, Alec. <laughs> <laughs> and that was not miming drinking right there. That was an actual <laughs> swig the he took mime. right there. <laughs> Perfect. He throws his hand up, but it would all just fall down the front of his shirt. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he does this. T- he does. He's a bunch of guys sitting around a bar drinking, and he does this mime drink after he says to punctuate the line. So yeah, yeah. I was in sales. It was a tough racket, yeah. and then he punctuates it with this miming, with this of, miming a drink. of a drink, right? Like a sad sack in a bar drinking. Yeah, and I think you and I have talked about this before. How it's a For really sure. bad mime. For like sure. You're, like you're pointing out For that sure. you know he a if the the. <laughs> The, the the mime glass is nowhere near his mouth. <laughs> He's tossing it back. <laughs> yes, like, literally. Yeah. Literally, the liquid would fly through the air yeah. and, and hit him in the face. Yeah, or yeah, like yeah. you said, down the front of his shirt or right. whatever. Right. It's so far away. And and the the sort of wrist action that he gives to the drink is yes. not at all realistic. Not I mean, to a not... drinking motion. No, it <laughs> no, doesn't look like he's drinking. It's realistic to other kinds of motions, <laughs> but not a drinking motion. And we get what he's doing. For though. sure. It's not so bad that we're like, what the fuck was that? Makes me want to say it's... I think it's a great choice. I think it's a great choice from the actor. It's a terrible mime from the character. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly where I was yeah, going yeah, next, yeah. which is that for years I thought the same. I was like, why is he so 
you know, like if because you know, it, I put myself in his place, like, and I, you know, I like to commit to a role. You, you know, do, yeah. You're... If I was going to do that mime drinking thing, <laughs> you know, I would, I would rehearse the shit out of that, and it would be, you know, the audience would be like, "Whoa, did he really have a glass? Where did he put it? <laughs> no it just one disappeared." Would be thinking that ever. <laughs> <laughs> but you have an imaginary guy in the in the last row That's that I'm you're doing to. your mime so fucking good for. I would be calling Marcel Marceau for tips. How can I get this right? No message. No message. That's right. <laughs> and uh, but in this, you know, he just kind of like you know does this sort of half-ass motion, which I think, it back, yeah, right? which I think you're exactly right. Is you know. And that's why Baldwin is a famous actor, and I'm sitting here talking about him on a podcast. Sure. That's not the only reason. <laughs> I get to look at you. That's I'll one, tell you why. One of, one of many reasons. <laughs> and uh, is because, you know, he realizes that the character of Blake doesn't give a shit about miming a drink. No. So he's not going to put any energy no, into it. Nor that. would he know how to do it, even if he was asked to do it. Exactly. Uh, so he, it's perfect. It is. And it allows the performer. To sort of maintain eye contact with the with the prey, you know, so he's like he doesn't throw his head back to take the drink, he just throws the hand back oh, as a gesture, yeah, keeps his yeah, eyes yeah. solely affixed on them. Yes, as a, as a sort of sort of power play almost that he's I'm still you know, here. Exactly, he's yeah, not going to yeah. take his eyes off of them for a second. No, fuck no, because who knows what kind of trouble they could get into if he did. Right? You know, I mean, they should be out there on sits instead. They're sitting in here and on yelled at idiots right um so before that before the drink and between the get mad you sons of bitches it's mad yeah, we yeah. see and then there what it you is have right? called Sandwiched. one of the most famous props in the history of movies think about that for a second okay like you could say it's top 10 famous props i'm trying to think famous of some prop other famous moments so another famous prop i would say let's go rosebud from citizen kane uh-huh it's a famous prop <laughs> gotta right? throw that one in there yeah that's sure. one of the tops if not yeah, the yeah, top of yeah. all time i'm trying to think of some others yeah I'll, i don't I, i'll never be able to come up with one even well i'll go back to the maltese falcon again a lightsaber one. perhaps lightsaber is good right famous very prop good. very yeah. famous prop very recognizable like if you just put that up just put that up everybody a, knows what they're a, looking at exactly yeah and they could say or even if they didn't know what it was they'd be like oh that's that star wars thing that's right um and probably if you just put a sled on the screen, I don't know how many people will come up with Rosebud. Oh, I don't know. If we, if they knew the, the category. Maybe. But right? if their yeah. head was already in famous movie props and you showed them a sled, they'd be like, oh, Rosebud. Right. If you were like, I'll take famous movie props for 800, <laughs> please, Alex. So you had already done three questions in the category. Right. You might, might be it. Which, by the way, right. there, was a, there was a man. David Mamet was the answer to a trivia question on Jeopardy the other night. Was he? It was, the, it was like the $2,000 question, and nobody got it. And, of course, I was screaming at the television. Old man. You knew it. I did, yes. Okay. Old man screaming at the television. Let me play. You know, sitting in the dark with his dog all alone, <laughs> eating, right. eating his TV dinner. Sad. In, in, in Talking pajamas. Talking to his prostitute. Getting, <laughs> getting ready for bed at 730. <laughs> It's snowing lightly uh-huh. outside. Oh, that's actually kind David of David nice. Mamet. David <laughs> Mamet. Who uh, is David Mamet? It was something. The the category was something with duck. It, all the answers had or the questions oh, duck had duck in it. Yeah, so they said this uh-huh. playwright had written duck variations. Oh, or blah, for blah, fuck, blah. I'd be all over that. I know. I couldn't believe that no one. Where no was one that knew. in the category? It was the top. It was the highest. The it was highest the bottom. grossing. Yeah, it was the highest grossing Whoa. answer. It was the bottom answer. See, on the I thing. love to hear that those and answers I think it would was, be super easy for me. <laughs> I can't remember if it was single or double jeopardy, but uh, double jeopardy. But yeah, I was. 
Believe you me, at all, baby. I was I was pounding on my <laughs> pretend signaling Alex, this device. This doesn't work. <laughs> no, you idiot. Okay, um, so famous props. Well, I mean, We've come up with a couple. I think a couple of good ones. I, did, is, I mean, is Jaws a prop? Oh, the shark. You know, yeah. is he? A, yeah. I mean, he's an animatronic he's sort of a character. set piece or character. Yeah. In the movie. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, Indiana Jones, the the boulder. Is that a thing? the bowl or the whip? Or the whip? Sure, the whip and the His whip is a good prop. And the hat. The hat. The hat. Yeah, the hat is very. Piece. That's a costume. Both yeah. costume pieces, maybe. And the whip is no, more whip is functional. More of a prop. So right. yeah, that's more right. of a prop. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, prop department thing. Yeah, so that's in there. I'd put Indy's whip up against anybody. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I'd put it up against him. <laughs> Smack. <laughs> I love whipping people in a fun way. O- over if they like it. Overshare? <laughs> Much? Who's overshare? <laughs> Does she like getting whipped? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, no, I'd I whip c- over Cher, over Madonna. <laughs> oh, I'm all over it. <laughs> I can't think of any other good movie props. No. Maybe that's a housekeeping thing for later. For yeah. another episode. Yeah, yeah, good we prop could, list. Of, yeah, yeah, sure. I'm thinking of my favorite movies, and I think I got them all out there. Yeah, I, I'm having a hard props. time coming. Yeah. I can never come up with anything once the mic's But anyway, hot, but this anyway. prop this that we're here. talking about, yes. it's a couple of... It's the brass balls, Brass by balls. The way. Yeah. You had to get in there first, didn't you? So I'm sorry, I didn't know you were satisfaction. going there. No, go ahead. No, no, yeah, I don't want to do anything now. I want to shut Come on, down. the balls are hanging there waiting <laughs> for you to take them. Yeah. Cup them a little bit. <laughs> Take some weight off of those brass balls. Uh, so it's it's a gross, misogynist, weird thing. But I m- remember thinking it was the funniest thing I had ever seen. Yeah. It's when he just comes out from behind the briefcase. Right? Because they do have... A, it's like a little puppet show. <laughs> the briefcase is propped. He crosses behind it. Sans brass balls. Appears on the other side. Fully balled out. <laughs> Fully exposing the brass balls on a very decorative brass watch chain, it looks like. Some sort of string or something, yes. Um, and he's using his his hand that he's holding them yes. with in a very suggestive manner. <laughs> and it's like, manner. very suggestive. Like the finger is kind of like... How the, should I hold him? How do you want me to hold him? <laughs> no, I think he's practiced <laughs> you this think many he just times. Was in the... He knows how to bring them out in just the right way to make the the but biggest saying, impact. Do you think him and Foley like just took a moment to talk about that? Like, oh, that's a good question. How about this? Well, you know, I think Baldwin. I think you could trust Alec Baldwin to come up <laughs> with the most uh, effective way to hold a pair of brass balls. Probably that's totally without true. a whole lot of direction. That's totally true. He's a pro, you know. <laughs> this isn't the first time yeah, he's revealed no, his brass no, balls in a movie. You give Baldwin a couple of brass balls in five minutes, and he's coming back with an iconic screen. Yeah, he's gonna, he's, ha- gonna have, he's gonna have ten different <laughs> ways he could do it that will be awesome, and you're gonna have to pair him down to the best. I love fun. a guy who brings stuff to the table. Exactly. Yeah. Don't blank canvas me, Tom Cruise. Bring some shit but to the table. Credit to Foley for the for the camera choreography. Oh, so good. Of of letting him go behind the briefcase, behind like the you briefcase. described, where the camera's in front of the briefcase, so we don't see him pick them up and then all of a sudden there they are no it's all about and he's holding them right in his crotch area yeah that's what you do when you're shooting the movie of a play you do that you find something within the world that could still exist in the play an office for example but you only show them this sort of briefcase bit of it and then you do what you want with that and what what he did here was just make the brass balls a presentation if we were just watching this and we've seen it in the play. There's he just pulls them out when they when they recreate this moment on stage. 
Have they done that? There's no, of course. People do this all the time. With this monologue in a play? Yeah, this is in the play. <laughs> totally. I, I have not seen that, so I'm so forgive my surprise. No, there are people that do the play with this monologue in it. Really? For sure. Of course. Is that a sanctioned version of the play that you can pay royalties to, to perform? Or, or is this like people are like squeezing it in? They're like, oh, I'm paying, I'm paying to do this play. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put in whatever I want. I think it's, a, I think there are sanctioned versions. Really? Yeah, of course. Oh, this is, this is intriguing. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get on the, get on the line with Sam French or uh, <laughs> dramatists or whoever and see, see what we can find. Yeah, do it. Okay. There's probably a Blake version. You don't think there is? I do not. Hmm. You think this was just for the movie? I do. But people have. Sc- squoze it into their if you say so there you don't agree that that's even happened uh well i i i I would say i don't think it's per if you're following the rules of you know (laughs) producing this play as per the agreement you sign when you get the license to do it that's not what i'm asking i know but then no but (laughs) then if people wanted to they could if they were those kind of guys and probably have probably yeah i've never seen it but it's it's probable all right and you've seen you've seen My a more recent was, version of this than I have since the movie was made, and they didn't do it, right? No, they didn't do it. Okay, but they, that was the Broadway. That was Broadway. Yeah. They're not going to do not that gonna on do Broadway. That. No, right? No, it's too visible. Well, and also, Mamet would have a shit fit probably if they tried to squeeze, you know, that unless into his he said, play. unless he's like, oh, I'm good. Yeah, that's with it. no problem. Right. Well, who cares? I wrote it. I still wrote it. Yeah, unless there was some money in it for him, <laughs> probably. Yeah, there probably is bucks. a lot of money in it for him. Maybe every time they do it. Yeah, there's yeah. some for sure. Absolutely. Anyway, um, my point was just that w- to you have to make the office cinematic, right? Mm-hmm. Making an interior cinematic right. versus a a set that you're watching from the 13th row and you're seeing the whole thing and everything just becomes you know, an enormous painting and you have to sort of look at it all at the same time. Right. Whereas here, you sort of you take these moments to hide the genitals as they pass behind the briefcase <laughs> and you let them expose the brass balls on the other side, knowing that that's like a cinematic moment. That's you can do that. That's a credit to Foley. Yes. And there's it's this, genius. So I, to provide an you analogy, make an office cinematic. You can't. Do it's it. hard. No, absolutely. It's very difficult. But <laughs> I'll say that like the, the, the analogy I have in my head is like watching a play like from the balcony, like you're describing, you can see the whole thing. It's kind of like looking through, you know, a pair of binoculars. You're yeah, looking yeah. at the whole picture at right. once. And and in this, he's taking a very small space and, and using the camera like a microscope exactly. almost to get in on the fine exactly. details. Yeah. And to make them bigger yeah. than they certainly would appear in a play. Like yeah, if, yeah. He, if they pulled out a prop this size in a play, mm-hmm. it would be so small from the exactly. back row, exactly. it would not make the impact. But here he's like really putting it right in your face. That's I what mean, I was saying. Teabagging. Yes. Yeah. Teabagging he's the audience. dropping them on your chin. Because <laughs> he knows. Like a 12-year-old playing Halo. <laughs> That's what it takes to sell real estate. <laughs> Now, can we talk about this prop? Now, you you yeah. say, you say it's one of the most popular, one of the most famous. I don't know or why recognizable. you keep If you agreed with me, you wouldn't keep pointing out that I am the one saying it. No, no, no. I do agree. It's okay. very recognizable. It's one of the most famous moments from this movie. Thank you. And it's been like on T-shirts. You know, we talked about there's the onesies oh, and all sure. these things that yeah, have yeah. it on there. It's Posters. marketable, baby. Yeah, yeah. It may even be like, for example, 
the uh, profile picture on a certain Twitter feed of <laughs> a podcast you might like listening to. Look at Mr. Segway over here. At GGGR Minute on Twitter. Get at us. Yeah, talk to us. Say what's up. Yeah, what's up? Uh, I, I do have a beef with this, uh, with the brass balls. You do? I do. Okay, I can't wait to hear it. Okay. Now, I love when we each have beefs and surprise the other one with them. Yeah. Like I was criticizing a script moment in a previous episode and you were like, I can't believe that you're doing this. This, <laughs> this is unprecedented criticism yeah. about Mammoth from Zumbo. <laughs> and you're about to do the same thing. This is unprecedented. Yeah, I know, yeah. it's good. Brass balls moment. It's surprising. You're going to take it down. I am. All well, right. not take it down. Not the moment. Right, maybe I... The prop itself. Fine. Okay. Now, I know this movie was not a, a big blockbuster. It did not probably have a, a summer Hollywood blockbuster budget. No. And whatever budget it had, the, a large percentage of it went to the talent, right? I mean, we've got Jack Lemmon, we've got Al Pacino, we've got, you know, Harris they're and Spacey, and they're it. all big guys, all, right? Yeah. They're all going to get a lot of yeah, money. Yeah, they're getting a lot of dough. Yeah. Mamet got a lot of money, got a million dollars just for the rights. Just for the that rights. That doesn't count for, like, writing the screenplay. He probably got more. So after all that stuff, they had to build this beautiful office set, which is, like, so detailed and well done and you see all the stuff it's filled with i mean every inch we, of that thing is just so we all real. just want us we want you to tell us why you think the brass I'm balls building are up to it can you I feel know, it no i can it's suspense i can the, the I, I felt it and then you. i got tired <laughs> and then i got bored and then i was like all right why are they so cheap what did you so, notice about well them? now now the, the budget for the prop department maybe wasn't so big and there are two props in this movie that bother me a little bit I and like the brass to, balls to is the first yeah, one okay all right are you going to tell us why? Or are you going to tell I us am. the other prop first? Okay. No, I'll tell you why. All right. To me, brass as a as <laughs> as a substance, mm-hmm. as a metal, is very metallic and shiny, and you can like see your face. And I hear these what you're balls saying. look gold to me. They've <laughs> I, been like spray painted gold, a gold spray painted. I do color. feel like that's exactly what happened. And they don't look like brass. That's my only beef. And, and I I know I'm asking a lot to have somebody like find a pair of ping pong balls or whatever those are and that's a set of brass balls bill i don't know i think they're clackers do you remember clackers i do i do and i called them clackers earlier in in an episode (laughs) they are clackers so clackers were this toy that when we were kids you had and there was two like ceramic balls or something (laughs) on the end of a string (laughs) one on each end and they had a little holder in the middle and you would like wiggle your wrist up and down and try to make the balls bounce (laughs) against each other at the top of their people know clackers don't they i hope so i'm trying to describe it for like millennials or whoever else doesn't know snap 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 that's it that was the game was click 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 to make them click um, so it looks like they took clackers and they dipped them it in does, some it substance. Look, it to does make look them like look, those could be clackers. Yeah, yeah to make them look yeah. kind of like brass. But I don't mind that choice, and I they don't look that dissimilar from brass. I think they're. I think it's a good looking prop. I know. I and I hate to. I hate to rag on You're the prop department because I am that. because I know how hard it is to do props, and I'm terrible at props. I'm like the world's worst yeah. prop master no, I can ever see that. in yeah, the history yeah. of the world. I can see that. But you would just start to question choices as opposed to actually building props. Yeah, I'd be like, do we really need that? Is that something? <laughs> do we you really need? The I mean, how balls? how bad is your story if you need me to <laughs> spray paint these these tennis balls? <laughs> I mean, come on. So that's my only beef with them. Is to me, they look like gold balls no, props, rather than brass. Props balls. people are typically unsung, typically oh my gosh, unthought and of. they're, they're geniuses. A I mean, lot of them are very, very, very creative artisans. Oh my god, they're amazing. Like a, I don't know where they find the shit that they find, and b, yeah. when they don't find it, how they make it from like other stuff, right? 
It's amazing. I mean, so, I, I have all the all the respect in the world for props people, especially because I'm so bad at it's it. It's a tough racket. Oh my god! I've been sitting around in a bar talking about how tough a racket it is, and and and, and because you get directors and other actors actors who break the stuff that oh, you make sure. that's so perfect, yeah, they, or they can't work with like it the me. way you built it. Yeah, or assholes like me who are like, oh, this look brass enough. Yeah, yeah, you know? no, that's really so nitpicky. Yeah, you like, gotta be better. I'm than the producer that. in the back <laughs> of the, the back of the room, like that. it doesn't look brass enough to me. Can you we know, make them look brass? When I imagine brass balls. They're really, they're like more shiny. More I want to see myself in the balls. Those look like clackers. <laughs> Those look like spray painted clackers. <laughs> Can we do a little better? I mean, <laughs> what's the budget for this? <laughs> so in the business, we usually, when we talk about props people, we talk about builders or shoppers. Yes. And you have to be able to do both to do that job really well. I think that's a brilliant shoestring budget idea for brass balls. I agree. <laughs> yeah. However, uh, it, it, it's still it's still like it's the one it's okay. just a minor niggle. Yeah. <laughs> if I was gonna niggle on somebody's oh, stop balls. Stop saying that word. I don't like that word. That's <laughs> there's something about that word that does not sound right to my earballs. Please stop saying that. I don't even think I've ever heard that before. Is that niggle? really a thing? Yeah. No, stop. Stop it. Stop it. It's a word. Okay. It's gonna pop up on your screensaver one of these days. I don't the... care for you saying it then. <laughs> Could you, as a man, do me a favor? And steer clear of that word. My God, man. Uh, <laughs> Wayne next door. I will. You know, what about him? He, he hears niggle. You don't know, nobody wants that. I don't know Wayne. Why would he have well, a problem Wayne's with that? Well, Wayne's an African-American gentleman. Oh. <clears throat> and he might mishear it through a wall. I see. Could you I please? See. I see what you're saying. A friend of mine, <laughs> he might be listening to this. I hope he doesn't mind me telling this story, but it's kind of funny. Has a, has a little boy. Do they, you have friends that listen? Uh, I, th- I hope so. I have so. not been approached by any of my friends yet. I think maybe. Although I, I do, do sneakily suspect that some of them are listening. I hope so. I hope yeah. somebody's yeah. listening. Yes. I mean, honest to God. Yeah. But anyway, so he they adopted a little boy yeah. who is African-American. Yeah. And uh, he loves like construction equipment. You know, nice. he's, he's four years old. He loves uh, like sure. all little boys. All, a lot of so, little boys like trucks and stuff. Exactly. Sure. So um, one of his favorite uh, pieces of equipment is the digger. <laughs> right. So... Um, they would go out like a front end digger. Yeah, like, like a front a, end digger, exactly that kind of. Thing. So they would they would go out on the streets of New York and they'd walk by a construction site. Digger. And because he's four, he can't you know pronounce words exactly right, and uh, he would point at the construction site and start yelling "digger, digger, digger." Oh Jesus! And uh, it started. They were worried it was going to be misconstrued. Yeah. So now that piece of construction equipment is called an excavator. Excavator. <laughs> so he's a four year old who's well. Well, whenever you feel the need to excavator. say niggle. I'll just you go ahead and throw excavator? in excavator. <laughs> All right. Uh, I assume you won't mind if I do that. I wanted to. I, oh, boy. <laughs> that's on the. That, we didn't do housekeeping, but that's on the fucking. <laughs> we'll get to the housekeeping. That's on the housekeeping. We have to do the housekeeping. We should have done it up front, but we'll do assume. it later. Assume is correct. That's All right. The so worst. my. It's the worst. So my problem terrible with the prop that's out of the You're way. You're as bad as Pacino that. talking like a Southern blues singer. <laughs> You didn't say assume. I know where you come from. I love liquid Stop use. It. Stop it. I love that. <laughs> You're a liquid use. You. you have any juice? I didn't. I never heard that expression before. It's a good. It's a good term though. Yeah. Liquid you. Yeah. Yeah. I stop it though. It makes you sound like such a jerk. Like a duke. Like a j- jerk. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Anyway. Can we, let's talk about. I want to take a moment. We'll, yes. But remember what you were going to say. Yeah. Because this, I've been I'm wanting done. to say this for a while. In this frame. Yeah. That might not even be Alec Baldwin. The whole time, he's like from the shot where it passed behind the briefcase to it. It probably is, but I'm saying it doesn't have to be. Yes. So they whatever shot they did here, they did a billion times. 
the actually the I've noticed the the audio doesn't quite work. He That's goes, right. It doesn't line up. He exactly. goes right yes. into the brass balls bit, like the weird edit point right. there right. didn't get met real well. Yes. Well, he goes, get mad, you son of a bitch, get mad. And then immediately, like immediately without a like breath. Calmer. Yeah. Yeah. He yes. goes right into the brass balls yes. line. And that's the point where we're not seeing his face. So he's exactly. like ADRing that stuff. Right. And and then, yeah. And then there's this great shot where we see the balls are in the most of the, the foreground. Then the uh, obviously the body of Baldwin. And then, but then just this slimy Williamson just looking on. <laughs> like he's kind of, he's kind of aroused about the balls. <laughs> like he's like, oh. Ah. He's sitting back there like one of these days I'm gonna get my own set of brass balls, balls. (laughs) (laughs) and then I'll go around and give this speech (laughs) to people. These are my brass balls, (laughs) right? That's the way he would. Have you seen them? (laughs) These are them. It wouldn't be like pay attention. It takes brass balls. (laughs) That's right. Like like that's jazz. Not, but Williamson would not do it that way. These are my brass balls, (laughs) Shelley. <laughs> He's the worst. He is the worst character. Oh my god! That's really yeah, so yeah, that could not. That's possible that that's not Baldwin. I would, I would venture to say that it is. It, it probably is, and yeah. that you're right. That I think this shot may have been done, um, you know, without them recording the sound. So it may have just been, right. you know, yes. they just may they have just done that thing over just and over and over. That path and they're like, well, fix it in post. Exactly. You know what I mean? We'll line up the audio exactly. later. Yeah, you that's know? what I think. They did a, a take where they got the clean audio they wanted, and then they just went back and picked this up. Yeah, yeah. Later. And while I do think this is one of the finest films ever made, there are little things like that edit point throughout it because it there wasn't a lot of money because they had to pay the talent. Right. And they probably didn't. Ha- they probably shot this over like fourteen days or something. Yeah, I think it happened. I mean, it's very short, right? Yeah. Another credit to Foley for that, like pulling this all together. Yeah, dealing like, with all that. And like you said, the the office scenes particularly um, are tough because you know you're in one environment, you know, for a, a, a least, like half of this movie takes yeah. place in the office, in the if office. not more. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like one of my favorite movies. Rope by Alfred Hitchcock. I don't know oh, if I brought that no. up before. No, have you ever seen that? You, no. I've never seen it, and I don't think I knew that was your favorite. Well, I wouldn't say it's one my favorite, your, but it's, I mean, I love Hitchcock in general, so I any Hitchcock movie is going to be like on my list of favorites. Okay. okay. Rope is really unique because it was it was a play, and he adapted it for the screen, and he directed it as if it were a play, so they had this, uh, this set built, uh-huh. and he shot it uh, in as... Uh, shots that were as long as he could possibly do i love that and back then they had to change film like every 20 minutes or Mm -hmm. so right 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 so he could only shoot for like 18 to 20 minutes at a time right even though he wanted to do the whole thing as one continuous shot sure sure which is like a thing now that's a thing you can do now the birdman guy done a few times have you seen bird have you seen Birdman? yeah yeah, i love that that whole movie was like is is simulated to appear as if it's in one continuous shot which is amazing yeah no it's pretty impressive but anyway so he did rope that way so like and and the and the these when they change the scenes, um, the, the the shot it's still he did his best to make it not look like a cut. You know uh-huh, what I mean? So uh-huh. someone walks in front of the camera right. when they do a cut yes. to the uh, to the next shot. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't. So it's it's got a it's got a seamless almost yeah. feel to the whole thing. There's no trick to it. It's just a simple trick. It, yeah, except that's this, all. That's uh, really what that is. There's a, such a huge trick to the way he did it, though, because the the whole set had all these like movable walls. Right. So like 
you know, when they had to go from one room to another in this, it's, it takes place in an apartment in New York, you know, like a multi-room apartment. They go to the dining room, the kitchen and the living room right. and back and forth. Right. And so the walls in the set that they built would slide in and out. So like whenever, so we had this huge crew of people like moving furniture mm-hmm. and walls and stuff out of the way for the camera so the camera could go through and right. follow the characters right. and do this. It's a really cool movie. I love it. And so it's similar to what Foley's doing here because he's got just this one room he's got to work with. Right. And he's setting up lots of different shots to keep the visual interest you gotta going. you got to keep it interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and still be able to tell the story in a, in a cinematic way. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll be curious to actually a minute at a time see how the act differs in, in the office because post-robbery and pre-robbery. Right. And, like sort of what was done and if there were if there are any sort of Easter eggs in there. Oh, there might be, you know. Right, right, I mean, right. I never really looked this closely at the movie. I was always awed by either the script or the performance or the you know, I never really Right, you're just down. watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas now we're actually looking at all the shit in the background and yeah, we're like, yeah, know, how really many times analyzing how shiny praise. the brass balls are. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Or say Alec Baldwin's hair looks great here. Right. <laughs> Again. Talk about what color suits they're wearing <laughs> right. or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the lighting and all that kind of stuff. So all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I know you love that brass ball. Right, brass ball. And then they the brass balls go away really quick. It's such a quick moment. There's a like a, a breath in there for people to laugh. Yeah. When he puts them back in the in the briefcase. Yeah. And then he's just right continues right on with the rest of the thing. Does it seem like we got to get somebody on this podcast because it, it seems like maybe because. Because of the way they shot it, because of the the sort of Baldwin obscuredness to it, and because it doesn't seem to fit in on either end, like it doesn't start with any fluidity or end really with any fluidity. It's uh-huh. abrupt on both ends. It makes me wonder if like they tried to squeeze it into something they already had or had this idea a little too late, but were still willing to try it. Right? Was it like shtick? Yeah, like, exactly. You know, they had the script, and and you know, even when he says. It makes sense for him merely to say the words. <laughs> you know what it takes to sell real estate? It, it takes, takes brass yeah. balls to sell real yes. estate. You don't need to show us. That could have been a tight shot on balls. Baldwin's face. Exactly. Could have been fine. Could have been anything. Exactly. And probably was. That's what I'm getting at. It was probably something else. They were just more part of that speech. And somebody sitting around at the table read. Right. Like, you know, you know it'd be funny. Yeah. Yeah. We get a, a pair of Some actual brass producer balls. Producer pants is like, can we can he just be holding like brass balls? Like, uh. <laughs> or did Mamet write it? That's the question. Maybe. And, you know, or I've, did James Foley go? You know, it would be really funny. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have to tell you, I have a copy on my laptop. Well, what? A the? PDF of the of the. I don't know if it's the shooting script. I don't know if it's an early draft. I don't know if it's like something someone put together after the movie. I don't think it's that. But the well, screenplay where, of this movie. Where did you get it? I downloaded it. You know, there's all these like you know screenplay. Depository, right, but you, online. Can, it can't be you can download it um, to be a legit. I think they script. can be legit, oh. and and the reason I say that is because like this was years ago. I went around downloading screenplays to movies that I admire <laughs> because I wanted to read them and study them and to learn yeah. like how to write a screenplay. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Pick out yeah. ones I like. And you see sent how they me did one it. that was very helpful. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, and one it's of the, the Coen Brothers. Uh, oh, no, yeah. no country for old men. No country for old men. It was so Brilliant. great to see that shooting script because the first seventeen pages are stage directions. Yeah, exactly, and I There's was like, so oh, little dialogue okay. in right, that movie. Right, yeah, right, right. Um, and so uh, the, the the reason it makes me think it's, that I think that some of them are real, and I think some of them are not, because I've seen ones that look more like someone typed it up at well while watching the movie. Right. You know what I mean? Right, like right, there's right. one for The Shining that I, I think is really <laughs> right. sketchy, but. 
the there's ah, other ones that I think I are did real. That with the Breakfast Club in Did you really? In college, yeah. You typed it up? I just typed it up while I watched it, tried to convert it to be a stage play. It was a big was a big fan of that movie. <laughs> did someone do that? Did someone make it a play? No, they should have. It, yeah, it's, it's all set in the library. That's right. It's, it's another one room movie. It's kind perfect. Of. It was my favorite movie. I mean, obviously John Hughes, big influence on uh-huh. people my age and people like me. I don't think probably I was for a little you. old for him, yeah. Wait, were you? Uh, well, I would say I was, I was anyway, a little mature for him. Anyway, his, yeah, his movie spoke to me. Maybe, yeah, maybe you were just <laughs> thinking that you were better than them. Above like, him. Most Let's of put the it that things, way. Most I of was, the... you know, my, like I was just floating way up above yeah, all of that. That's how I felt you, you also treated other things that I've suggested <laughs> you might like. That made me like, you're like, yeah, I see why you like it. <laughs> Um, I just don't think it's for me. Some kind of high road horse shit fucking burns me up, man. You're the worst. So John Hughes, anyway, big yeah, John, I, no, I just saying I did the breakfast club, that very thing. Like I, it would have been like if I did that and then posted that. And right, said right, it was right. A shooting yeah, exactly. Or exactly. But yeah, I, I've been, have you ever done that with a movie? Like, no, I haven't. Transposed it? No. No, because you're better than that. <laughs> Uh, I did one time. I remember watching a Monty Python s- sketch oh, when I was go. like twelve. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And I was right. watching on TV, and I I recorded it on just the audio on like a tape recorder. Back yeah, then yeah. we had tape recorders, and that was like the cool thing I to do. have. You I know remember. What I mean? Boy, do I remember? You could have that. a lot of fun with those. Sure. So I would. I was recording it, and while uh, I was recording it, I was like, I was giving like the stage directions into the tape recorder <laughs> so i could recreate it later on stage you know so it's like okay he's going over to the map and oh he's, he's pointing at the map and then the dialogue would continue you know so that i could someday take sure. this and memorize it and make it into a, a thing a thing you know? yeah right like a scene this is maybe the nerdiest thing i've ever <laughs> wait that's worse than the <laughs> breakfast club <laughs> no it's not worse i mean how are you judging it? I'm just saying, like, me wanting to transpose a story that I love to a medium that I love yeah. in sort of a reverse order from movie to play right. doesn't seem quite as sad as speaking the stage directions into a recorder while recording the audio. Well, I didn't have a computer. I didn't have the technology you kids were working with at the time. It's a bad craftsman blames his tools. <laughs> I believe I heard that from someone once. I think I said that. I think you did. Multiple times. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, for every grain of wheat planted, like a loaf of bread is made. Hi- See? <laughs> I was in the middle of saying you like to high road as you were high roading. <laughs> You're a big fan of high <laughs> Oh, man, I am, too. Yeah, yeah. I love that. No, yeah, you're, um, you're really great. So... <laughs> Just to wrap up the screenplay thing, right? Yeah, Just downloading yeah, the screenplay. Please. My la- this will be my last thing in this minute. Uh, so, so I downloaded why? a screenplay for the movie Seven, which okay. I'm sure you've seen, right? Oh, you know yeah. The movie, David sure, Fincher it. movie. Love it, love Brad Pitt, yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was a Fincher movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. I love it. I just thought I only heard him. I remember him. Yeah, yeah. now go back and watch it and observe the lighting, and you'll be like, oh, of course (laughs) this is a Fincher Fincher movie. movie. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, um, so this particular version of Seven was like an early draft. Oh, wow. And it sucks. Really? Yeah, it's, it's like your typical cop buddy action movie. Okay, hate it. It has the idea of the serial killer seven doing the seven deadly, deadly sins, sins uh-huh. right? But the ser- in the end, instead of the you know the third act in the movie seven is like crazy. It's like nothing you've ever seen in another movie. It's just all talking, right? Basically, which is bizarre, bizarro for like a cop mystery yeah, movie, right? A hundred percent. And in this movie, it was more like, in the screenplay, the early version, it was more like a regular old thing. So in the screenplay, what happens is uh, John Doe 
somehow winds up kidnapping the Morgan Freeman character. Okay. And takes him to a church. Hate this. And like puts him and like like uh, simulates uh, crucifying him like on a cross in the front of the church. You know what I mean? And he's okay. hanging there. David, save me! Okay. You know, and then Boy. and then the Brad Pitt character has to come in and have a shootout or whatever oh, and Jesus. save him from the thing. Jesus. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. So yeah, I don't yeah. know whose idea it was. Who came in and said to the yeah, writer, like, hey, man, this is this is pretty good, but right. I think you can go further. I, like I don't know if it's like, premise. I always imagine him sitting down to dinner with Fincher and Fincher oh. being like, hey, man, this is not dark enough. You got to go farther. You can do better. Think, yeah, yeah, whatever. And yeah, pushing yeah. him to kind of make it better. Well, is there more than one person with a credit, a writing credit on that film? No, I that think it's always, just a screenwriter. Really? Yeah. That always makes me go like, ooh. When yeah, I well, see, like, when you see all those names. ampersands yeah, and stuff, yeah, you're like, oh, God, here we go. Yeah, oh, seven people wrote this, huh? Yeah, yeah. Six of six of whom don't know each other from Adam, <laughs> right. and Mamet has been that guy. I mean, he's he has he's been on a uncredited. Few like that. Yeah, he has rewritten a lot of screenplays. No, yeah, he, without he's credits. a big punch up guy. Yeah, he did that movie, which is all I'd ever want to do. He did that bad. There's a bad sequel to Silence of the Lambs. He he's credited as being the screenwriter. Is that right? He wrote like I can't remember. If he wrote an early version of it, and then they destroyed it. You know what I mean? Yeah, or whatever. yeah, yeah. But he but he gets the only credit. Is his, uh, but it's a terrible movie. I've I've been fans of writers who I've heard say I've been given writing credits on things where they had me come in, look at the thing, tell them I thought it was horrible, and leave, and they got a writing credit for that kind yeah. of thing. Like it's, yeah. it's just you'll get paid for your opinion sometimes. That so. I would like that because I have a lot of opinions. I'd make I a know. lot of money. <laughs> I know, Mister Highroad, you like to. Well, is there anything else? Have we exhausted this? Uh, I can't imagine we have. I can't imagine. You we can't. Have. You said we were going to get to housekeeping. We never. Oh did my that. gosh. Oh my god. Well, let's do it. Let's wrap up with housekeeping. Can we do that? Can we? Is that a thing? Well, it's our podcast. We can do whatever we I want. I also have. I have a quote corner. Oh my gosh. That we could get into. Oh, wow. I could save it for another. Let's time. save that one for number thir- lucky thirteen. What? What? All right. Yeah. I, part of my housekeeping is that you're too anxious to shut these episodes down. <laughs> There's so many. Well, that was well timed. <laughs> There's so. And many, on that note. There's so many things. <laughs> That came after in episode nine, episode ten, episode eleven. There's so many things that came after you were trying to end the episode uh-huh. that were just great, <laughs> just great. You know what it is? When I when I used to do improv, I used to work with this woman, and she said, "Oh, I, I love working with Bill because I don't have to ever worry about the end of the scene because he's <laughs> he's got it all planned out, like from the first syllable of the scene he's already looking for a way out like from the beginning well, so i just welcome to your worst nightmare because so i never ever want to end you could be like her and love it i know i could not <laughs> no there's more to say yeah, i'm, I'm, I'm taking that responsibility trust, off trust of your shoulder the process let it happen naturally if it feels like it should be over fine but you let a number dictate where your head is at and i don't do that i don't work like that I understand. You do you? <laughs> do you? <laughs> I'm trying so to. So we don't have to do any of my housekeeping if you don't want. We don't have to I do want it. to. I just teed it up for you. I was, <laughs> I was ready for housekeeping. You know I love housekeeping. I think we should keep quote right. corner for next time. Well, here's another one but, you might okay. be interested in. So that in. was item number one. Give me Get, some more. Com- compliments paid between us? I'm are at you, like seven. Are you, wait, you're, wait, wait, wait. You're at zero. Wait, you're keeping score? Well, I've been going back to listen. <laughs> you're keeping score? Because I need to do the write-ups. <laughs> and I'm not keeping score. Well, yeah, okay, I'm keeping score. 100%. <laughs> but the score means something. That's why you have a score. That's why they call it the score. Scoreboard. <laughs> so I'm winning seven to nothing? No. Is that what you're saying? No. Because I'm better than you in seven different ways? 
Well, no, I'm better at pointing out and being a trusted friend and confidant, <laughs> pointing out your positives. I see. Booying you. Oh. Supporting you. <laughs> what are you doing? There's a big old zero next to compliments paid. Hey, I criticized your, your mic ledger. technique at least once. Yeah. At least one yeah. time. Okay. I think you see That's where helpful. I'm going. That's uh-huh. helpful. Mm-hmm. Helpful. So let's say don't be. I'd say oh, you're, yeah. you're great at keeping score. At on the things. end of one of our episodes, I said what actors came up, and you know what you did. You what? know what you do. What no one, it? no one came up. Like <laughs> boom, like that's my. I shut it down. Yeah, but and you know what? What actors came up? Who? What? You just let a number get in your head. Yeah. Like let me stop being a good friend and listening to my buddy Zumbo, and let me start worrying about some asshole in the last row who wants to see my amazing mime. You're always worried about some imaginary asshole instead of the guy right in front of you. You're the worst. (laughs) Is anybody keeping score of how many times I'm called the worst and how many times you have not been? Four times in this housekeeping alone. (laughs) But, uh... You got anything else? uh, Oh, yeah. I want to correct the thing that I said. Okay. I wasn't sure about... Remember I told you the Montaigne story about how Mamet came into the dressing room? Yes. I said, I, uh, we're doing Glengarry, you're not doing it, I'm doing it with right. Pacino. Right, The two movies that he left with him that day to say, I will definitely get you in these, were House of Games and Things Change, the two movies we talked at length about. Yes, great movies. Both great, both yeah. starring Montaigne. Yep. Would I trade a Glengarry for a House of Games and Things, and change? things change? I don't know. I I think I love things change, and I think that would have been a really unique opportunity it's to work with Shel Silverstein, exactly. David Mamet, Don all those Amici. guys, Don right? Amici, all day on the set with Don Amici. Are you kidding me? And the whole rest of that cast is great too. I mean, a lot of the old Mamet guys are in there. Bill Macy's Bill in Macy's there. Bill Macy's in and, there. Um, oh, he came up on an episode where you said no actors came up because we were talking about Edmund. You might remember. Yes, great. <laughs> and then the other <laughs> one who's in that, of course, is the original Shelley Levine is in that movie. Uh, the great Robert Prosky. Robert Prosky, yes. That's right. So Yes. And there's oh, there's one other guy. Well, JT Walsh, we've talked about, yep. was the original Williamson. Right. Right. Yes. yes. That's huge. You yep. can totally see that. He would have been brilliant. I mean, I, I, I mean, would have loved him in Brillianter that. than Spacey, do you think? I, I, I think really, they're real close. I yeah, they are both amazing. Both and different. Yes. And I love and I love JT Walsh. So yes. and because he's gone, I think I have, you know, when someone dies, you, your opinion of them kind of goes, you know, Absolutely. up usually. Absolutely. So, you know, I really I do miss him and I, I really enjoyed everything that, that he did. I think he's amazing. So, you know, I would have loved the chance to see him do that role. Yes. And you know what else I was thinking about? Go ahead. Today, well, while we're still in the Blake land. J.J. Johnston. I just want to say that. Name. Oh, J.J. Johnston. another Mammoth Who's J.J. Johnston? He's a, the salt and pepper haired guy. He's been in a lot of Mammoth movies. Is he movies. the tall, like, muscle guy? Is he the muscle he's muscly, guy? He's muscly, yeah. He's like kind the guy, of, he's, he's like well the, built. Well, I mean, I don't mean muscle in like that he's fit. I mean muscle in that he like plays he plays the muscle, the muscle yeah, of yeah, the mob. Yeah. Believably like if, so. Like at though. the very end of that movie, he's the yeah, guy who's gonna like who's gonna knock off Don Amici. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love that guy. Okay. Yeah, he's been in a lot of his stuff too. Yeah, so he's a mammoth guy. He's great. I never knew that he's name was jj johnston yeah which yeah, is a great yeah. name yeah, by the it's way a super great i wonder what the j's stand for. i wonder too john jacob J- jingleheimer, jingleheimer johnston 
Um, I have one housekeeping item, or if you're done. By all means, Phil. That was excellent housekeeping, by the way. You know how amenable I am to your notes and your housekeeping. <laughs> Did you just not hear my compliment? Maybe you just don't hear my compliment. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. No, it was, it was all fucking fake and horse shitty. <laughs> so I stopped listening to it. Oh, oh, you thought that was a compliment? <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry, no. You're okay. all lilty and condescending. So mine is, we were talking about Bruce Altman recently. I love Bruce Altman. Yeah, and and you wondered if he was related in any way to the Altman, the movie Altman family, but he's not. He's not related to Robert Altman. Not, he's not related, related to, to an Altman. Altman. No, he's just a regular he's just guy. He's his own Altman. He, that's it. He's not related to Greg Altman. <laughs> he's not related to Almond Joy. No, he's Altman. Just, he's just... He's just uh, Bruce almond Altman. milk. <laughs> he doesn't drink almond milk. He's just Bruce Altman. He might drink almond milk. He, he looks like he might do some yoga, drink some <laughs> almond milk. That's my kind of guy. He's had a long and storied career. That is my kind of guy. He's done just about every flavor of Law and Order that there is available. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He's a New York actor, right? Probably, yeah. And tragically, his daughter died. What? Bruce Altman's daughter? Yeah, his daughter died. Like, uh, Why do you know this? I looked him up on IMDb as oh. part of housekeeping. <laughs> So, um, well, aren't you wonderful? That's another one for me, I guess. It's part of housekeeping. Ain't nothing. It's part of housekeeping. <laughs> okay. Got anything else? Is on here. Yeah. Any other criticisms of me uh-huh. before fuck, we move on? Fuck you. No one came up, you asshole. <laughs> crossing that you off. Got, that one. got, got to that. that one. I said I'm up on the compliments, right? Yes, got, you okay. got that one. Yes. Right, I think we're all good. That then. was really good the way you said you were up on the compliments, <laughs> too. I loved that. That was fantastic. Oh, someday I aspire <laughs> to being that good on being saying you're Stop up on the it. Um, See, I'm saving my quote corner for the next. Yeah, let's step. do that next time. All right, because that'll be that'll be a nice Sounds nice starter, good. nice ball roller. Well, that's a good minute. We're we're that's almost fantastic. done being Blake. Yeah, I think right? the next we're minute on, is going to be it. There's a light at the end of it's, the it's seven Blake minutes tunnel. and eight seconds of Blake according to the internet. So I think we're just about just about is out. Is that of the an woods. IMDb fact as well? Google. 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 I Googled it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, and next time is lucky number 13. So, that's going to be a maze. Ooh, should we skip that up? Oh, we could. No. (laughs) No, we won't do that. No, we won't do that. We're not superstitious. No. At least I'm not. Are you superstitious? I'm not really, no. You're not? You got nothing? You walk under Uh, ladders? You let black cats cross your path? I love black cats. If they cross my path, I'm going to snuggle them. (laughs) (laughs) So... There's that. That's what I say to your superstition. I, I got no superstition. <laughs> you mean the world superstition. Yeah, the world. I always mean uh, you okay, in particular. All right. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, superstition. That's right. Yeah, I walk under ladders. I break mirrors. I do yeah, it all. No, I'm not, I got no issues. I don't throw salt at people over my shoulder. I don't do any of that kind of <laughs> I stuff. I don't think you you're know, throwing just, them at people. Well, wherever you're supposed to throw it. Just see, over that, your shoulder. That's yeah. my point, because yeah. I don't know how to throw it anywhere at all, because I'm not superstitious. <laughs> High roaded. <laughs> I don't even know how to throw salt. <laughs> That's how much of a non-superstitious guy I am. Even if I thought about throwing salt, I wouldn't know how. I don't even listen to Stevie Wonder because I'm not superstitious. He's very superstitious. No, there is superstition writing on the wall. Very superstitious. Exactly, yeah. He's very superstitious. Oh, is that, is That's that what, what he I says? said, yeah. I thought he said, there is superstition. Oh, you're an idiot. See, I don't listen to it. There That's is fine. superstition. <laughs> Oh my God! See, I don't even listen to songs about superstition. That's right. No, I don't. I don't bother. I would never even. It's not even. Part I don't even of my know life. the meaning of the word, frankly. <laughs> so high roadie. 
Uh, yeah. well, we got through this without coughing too much. No, so it wasn't I'm bad. Proud of you. It wasn't bad. Back at you, <laughs> Thanks, pal. Man. Right. Now we're like eight to one. All right. On the couple of minutes. Okay. Well, this was fun. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Sure. Until next time. Yay! Bye. Bye. Bye.